A couple months ago, I heard about this guy in Beijing with a crazy love story. His name is Feng, and when I called him up, he told me that it all began on a subway. I see this girl in her early mid twenties, and something about her features gave me this feeling that she's from somewhere far away. But what really, really attracts my attention is the, this book she's holding. The book's upside down, but as Feng leans over, he can tell that it's Ayn Rand's *The Fountainhead*. I ask her, "So do you like Ayn Rand?" She's very surprised. She looks up and asks, "How do you know?" Because I can read upside down. <laughs> the line's enough to start a conversation, and Feng begins working up the courage to ask for her phone number. Before I can say anything, she gets off the train. And this isn't just any train stop. The name of the stop that the girl got off called Jintai Xijiao. Like word by word translation, it means the setting sun casts its light on a golden balcony. The subway doors shut, and she's lost in a crowd—a crowd in Beijing, a city of 20 million people—and he didn't even get her name. Why? Why didn't I do this? How stupid of me! In fact, I I, I kicked myself all the way to the office. Here's the thing about Feng. When it comes to love, he falls hard. Once, after a breakup, he flew to Korea, bought a bike, and rode it all the way down the coast just to mend his broken heart. So he's the type of guy who takes chance meetings, like the one on the subway, to heart. I imagine her to be perfect. I just don't think there's a way I can I can find her again. But Fung's coworker Ju Wei thinks he shouldn't give up so quickly. Ju Wei said. Okay, Feng, why don't you get on Weibo and try to find her? Weibo is like the Chinese equivalent of Twitter. Same deal, messages up to 140 characters. And here's what I wrote: 2011, Beijing April 2011, Beijing Subway Line 10. The subway is going in the direction of Jingsong. You were reading Aaron's The Fountainhead. We chatted a bit. You got off at the Jintai Xijiao Station. We didn't leave contact information. I would like to know you. You got all that in 140 characters. Yeah, and it's not even 140 characters. It's probably only half. Because in a language where every character is a word, a Weibo message can add up to a public love letter. After work, Feng leaves the office to meet up with friends for dinner. I took out my iPad and checked my Weibo account, and to my surprise, it's already been retweeted. Probably like a thousand times. And Feng's pumped. He thinks with all this help, he might actually get a shot. Thousands of people are helping me. I thought maybe there is a chance. And why not make it better? So he comes home, sets up a camcorder, and films himself, drawing the story of how he met his mystery woman. He mixes Chinese characters with sketches, like the baseball cap he was wearing, the book she was reading. Then he posts the video online and goes to bed. By the next day, he gets some news. Phoenix TV has picked up on this story, and they have shown your video. Phoenix TV is like China's version of CNN. Other news stations pick it up too, and thousands of people are reposting his Weibo message. And for once, Feng's feeling the pressure of romantic expectations bigger than his own. And they were adding comments like, "Wow, this is..." True love, the ones in a lifetime. You've got to find her. You've got to find her. At some point, I feel like half the city was 
trying to find this girl. The public reaction is growing so big that Feng finds himself checking Weibo constantly, even in the middle of the night. Then it was early in the morning at around two, three o'clock, and someone starts with her own Weibo. In these Weibo messages, they go something like this: "It's a sunny afternoon. I come across a bookstore. In the stacks, I find the Fountainhead and buy a copy. A year later, I am back in Beijing, reading the book on my subway commute." Then someone notices. I was like, "What? What's going on?" You said you could read upside down, and then he knew. I got so excited. I sent out three retweets and saying, "Guys, I found her! I found her! I found her!" And she keeps going. Meeting someone who knows this book really made my day. As I near the end of the book, I go online to check the book reviews, and I see one titled "Looking for a Girl Reading the Fountainhead." Subway Line Ten. I saw the video you made, but you should know I have a boyfriend now. She signs off. True love will find you in the end. Okay, this isn't the way the story's supposed to go. He's supposed to get the girl. I don't know what I was expecting. Just because of all the build-up, like somehow I feel maybe there's a little more to it. My friend was like, "I don't know what to say, man." <laughs> I was like. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. So Feng sends out one last message to tell his followers his search is over. This time, he's ready to just let it go. But he keeps meeting people who followed his story. Followers like Jane. I saw someone say, "Wow, he really found her," and that really, really caught my attention. Jane had trailed Feng's story from his first message. To his sudden rejection, you know, I made this big deal out of trying to find this other girl on the subway, and <laughs> and that's all Jane knew about me. It's like I like this guy, but it's quite awkward, like because he was looking for someone else. They became friends, then eventually more than friends. We we've been together for a year and a half now, and this feels not this. Is the real story? Big thanks to Fung for rocking the snap. You can check out the video he made in his search for true love on our website, snapjudgment.org. That piece was produced by Mitzi Mock. <laughs>